This show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. Hey, Johnny, can I get some intro lick? Thanks, Maine. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. This week, I looked something up on Wikipedia, I watched some YouTube about it, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Drondale. Hi, David. Pretty good. How you doing, Dex? It's a good day. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so you're good? I'm, I am. Are you? Oh, yeah. I am. All right. Yeah, cool. Me too. What are we, what are we going to learn about? We're learning about ASMR. ASMR. All right. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Or the Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Autonomous Sensory some. Meridian Response. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give a quick outline about how it's going to go. We're going to ask, what is ASMR? We're going to ask, what did, when did ASMR come about? And what can cause people to feel ASMR? Then we'll ask if it's real and talk about personal experiences with it. All right, cool. Right yeah. on, nice. I'm yeah. very interested in this, actually. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't really know much about it, but I heard a lot about it. Um, but yeah, it was kind of fun to look into. Do you feel like you've ever experienced it? Uh, that's at the very end. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so uh, ASMR is described as a tingling or static-like feeling that generally starts at the back of the head and travels towards the spine. Some people call it like a brain orgasm or like describe it as meditative and soothing and uh, like somewhat euphoric. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not actually medically or scientifically recognized. Cause, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's not really well defined. And there haven't really been any clinical trials on it. There okay. have been like some peer-reviewed studies, but no like, like maybe real... some case studies. Yeah, no like real clinical trials. Um, they say uh, it's associated with synesthesia. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Specifically, like the auditory auditory tactile synesthesia, because oh, like a because sound... there's the auditory aspect to ASMR, mm-hmm. or it could also be like a a uh, vision-based uh, tactile synesthesia. Oh, some people actually have ASMR from what they're seeing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so in addition to being physically touched, which can trigger ASMR, there's also auditory and visual um, yeah, triggers yeah. for this? Yeah, and uh, I think the way most people have felt it is probably like with those little head combs that come down and... Like spider on your head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those least, ones that like kind of tickle your scalp. At least scalp. that's kind of what I. Yeah, well, I'll give it away. I don't know if I've ever felt it, but if I think about what it probably is, that's the closest I kind of think, except for like the other night when I was trying to feel it. Um, I, I, like you said, it's not recognized by science or medicine or anything like that. But anecdotally, I can tell you that I definitely have ASMR. Yeah. Um, I'm not stimulated so much by audio or visuals. Maybe like whispering in the ear, but I I always chalk that up to little tickling on the ear more yeah. than... But yeah, like the outer edge of my ear is, is sensitive and stuff like that. But yeah, it, it it's a weird tingling that travels down the back of the spine. and Yeah, like, and like how far did it go down? Uh, mine's usually mine usually and terminates in like this, I don't like, know, like a almost like a pool of 
kind of like you said, it feels like static. It feels like something is building up. Almost like when you're getting tickled, how you feel like it gets more uncomfortable over time as you get tickled. Like your desire. Would you say it goes slowly down and expands? Yes. At the base of the spine. Like for me, it starts at the head and then goes down the spine to the base of the spine. Like uh, just above my pelvis, like where the lumbar is. Like how slowly, like over like five seconds. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, that's pretty much the description of it. Some people say it could be evolutionarily associated with active grooming and bonding. Holy cow, dude. If that's what monkeys are going through when they're grooming each other for mites and stuff. Yeah. Well, that would explain why I always, I enjoyed the lice, um, like whenever people would look for lice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the lice, uh, yeah. When they would search your head for lice, I really enjoyed that that was never really much of a thing in utah oh also getting haircuts getting haircuts uh gives triggers yeah ASMR yeah for me too that's a common one um so yeah let's ask when did asmr come about okay uh when so- did it come about <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh You're so, <laughs> so if it is like a real thing people have probably always been feeling it but not describing it well Oh, certainly. In fact, like uh, Virginia Woolf described something that sounds similar to ASMR in her novel Miss Dalloway. Uh, she was describing the voice of a nursemaid to her patient, saying, deeply, softly, like a mellow organ, with a roughness in her voice, like a grasshopper's, which rasped his spine deliciously and sent running up into his brain waves of sound. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah that definitely sounds like, sounds what, people, like what is happening to people when they're having like an auditory ASMR reaction. Yeah. Oh, that's... that's Audit- Yeah. ASMR reaction is like saying ATM machine, huh? <laughs> yeah. What it does is. it stand for one more time for me? Uh, autosomatic meridian response. Oh, okay, so it's not. It's a response yeah. reaction. It's but, kind of like saying that. But the person who popularized it was uh, this woman, Jennifer Allen, and she made a Facebook group called ASMR Group. And uh, the subreddit was also created in 2010. But it was, like, highly contentious what the culture was going to call it. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, like... So it was up in the air for a while? Yeah, and this is just the one that they have, like, followed behind. But it's kind of nonsense. Like, uh, uh, Jennifer used Meridian meaning like the highest point or the climax of something. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's really vague and non-scientific. Yeah. I imagine when this because, is scientifically re- recognized, they may just give it a different name. Well, I bet they absolutely something will. Something that is actually descriptive of what is happening instead of just some kind of techno babble. Because yeah. that's what that is, really. That's that's techno babble. Attempting to sound like you're describing something educated um while without being descriptive yeah without actually being descriptive at all (laughs) yeah and so it'll yeah it'll certainly be changed uh but like synesthesia itself wasn't actually medically recognized until like the 90s because they didn't have a good way to actually prove it really like until like yeah like good brain imaging systems and stuff like that even though we now i think most people accept that people like miles davis um, he had auditory synesthesia, like yeah, uh, or he like saw or audio say... visual synesthesia, like he saw colors associated with notes, and there was nothing like a conscious. He didn't memorize it. No, this just like happened to him. It's nothing yeah. he did consciously or intentionally. Yeah, and so like that's not really in like scientific question anymore because it's practically been proved. Gotcha. But this is on like the one end, like where it's kind of a new thing, starting like 2010, or like the description of it. There hasn't really been good science done on it. And so, right. Yeah. 
So yeah, nowadays there are shit tons of ASMR videos on YouTube meant to trigger the feeling of ASMR. Like, there's intentional ones and unintentional ones. And, uh, like, as far as an un popular unintentional one, like, people get ASMR feelings when they watch Bob Ross videos. Oh, interesting. Because of, like, the okay. slow movements and, and the like, sound. the sounds okay. of the painting. And, like, when he click clacks, it's, like, gotcha. brush on interesting. the geasel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the intentional ones, oh, my God, that's a trap to fall into. Those things are kind of... I find them a little bit um, disconcerting. Like I've, they're very I've, disconcerting. I've looked at some of them, and um, a, a past like coworker a of, of ours, a past coworker of ours, told me to try and check them out, and I thought that they were really uncomfortable and disconcerting. Like the idea of somebody whispering into a microphone just makes you uneasy. Supposed to, yeah, it makes me so uneasy. And then they so like uneasy. tap it. Yeah, and dude. then they also use these microphones that are are like dual microphones that are set about as far away as ears are apart. Okay. And then some of them even have ears on them, and people will like have a video of them licking the ears, so like it's a sound, and then they make like no noises, no, no and like that's so gross. ticking. Ew. Yeah, like oh, they really man. ham it up. That's not for me. That was actually part of the reason why the culture had to like come up with a name like ASMR because most people were using like uh, terms that described like orgasm. Oh, and weird. stuff like that, and like the culture was like, no, it's not sexual. It's not sexual. Yeah, I think it really should be um, separated from anything sexual because, like, it it doesn't. It's like my own experience of this is not at all sexually exciting or anything having yeah. to do with that. It doesn't feel anything like uh, that type of excitement. It's a totally different experience. Yeah, uh, but at completely. the same at the same time, though, like. People who uh, make ASMR videos call themselves evokers or ASMR artists, and the like God, huge that just adds to the <laughs> creep factor. for Yeah, me. the huge the huge majority of those are like young women, basically. Yeah, that it makes was sense. when I I mean does when it? I, I gave know. a surface uh, look into that, that's all I saw was young it's, women. It's like really hard to even research it because. When you type ASMR anything, there's a video of ASMR that that's not just a description of how it works. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you just somebody doing it instead of you getting information on what it is. Yeah. You have to basically go to channels that you know make like learning content. Right, right. And then you have to go search their database for ASMR in order <laughs> to do it. But yeah, so yeah, it's kind of creepy. And but they have fucking millions of views. I don't, yeah, and it's not like they're hurting anybody they're or anything not like no. that. Don't no, yeah. And if it honestly, if it makes you feel good, props to you. Like basically, the kind yeah, of my yeah. philosophy for own. life is like, if you're not hurting anybody, the more things about life that you can enjoy, the better off you are. Honestly, like you were you were saying last episode, like if that's like a shitty way to have your moral. Oh, you yeah yeah to set up your moral system. Like if it's you just like if, if, it it disgusts if it disgusts you, you, you yeah it's it's morally wrong. It's also yeah. morally repugnant or morally disgusting just because you find it yeah. personally disgusting. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like that's <laughs> also also it would be a weird stance for us to take where we're like. Yeah, erotic asphyxiation isn't weird. Yeah, but, we're not gonna kink shame but, erotic asphyxiation, <laughs> but like ASMR videos, you're yeah, you just, should feel what bad. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, no, they yeah. just don't do it for me. And when I tried, no. it just seemed like this weird kind of forced intimacy thing that made me feel really uneasy. Yeah, it's like it's on the. I felt like almost like I shouldn't be there. Yeah, like it's... like it was meant for somebody else, and I shouldn't be listening to it. 
Yeah, what's that curve with like the like looks like looks real? Oh, uncanny valley. Yeah, it's like in the uncanny valley. Somehow. For you, yeah, yeah, it just kind of yeah, exactly. Something about it because there's no person there whispering to you. Yeah, something about it feels like the level of intimacy and lack of intimacy at the same time is a weird juxtaposition that makes it uh, uh, yeah really uneasy. It yep. is kind of like the uncanny valley in that way. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about some of the triggers that uh, set it off for people. We already talked about a lot of them. So there's like whispers, clip, uh, clear and crisp sounds, like tapping, crunching up paper, personal attention, like uh, watching or like watching Bob Ross. Pretty okay. much anything. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He his videos kind of do give like a personalized level of attention to mm, a degree, and his like soothing voice. Also, I I guess I kind of get that personal attention thing. I think like doctors or anybody who's a professional who's kind of like taking care of me or manipulating my body in any way that is like uh, in a professional setting kind of does trigger ASMR. It's not just um, the haircuts. Yeah, yeah. So there, I guess that personal attention one I kind of get. <laughs> like, hair, yeah, haircuts, slow movements. A lot of people get ASMR into like watching slow movements. Interesting. And I uh, wonder what links all these things together. Right? They produce a single reaction. Yeah, and uh, like, um, yeah, it's just I don't get it. Like, yeah, no, I'm n- yeah. I don't I, think I, I don't see. It could be. A it good could ten- be an ar- evolutionary artifact, right? Like, not literally everything. If it doesn't hurt you and it doesn't benefit you it still might be around right especially mm. if it's connected to something somehow or like, like an uh, a secondary effect of something that is beneficial somehow or like what would be like what how would you qualify the difference for what is the, like what actually allows people to experience it versus not experience it? yeah exactly yeah yeah so let's move on okay <laughs> moving on we'll do is asmr real and we'll talk about like our personal experiences with it okay all right, so tons of other people feel it, felt it. It's like certainly, probably real. Like you, that would be a giant ass weird conspiracy. If like, oh yeah, it would be a lot of people lying, yeah. or or maybe just like, like delusional in some way. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't really believe that though. Yeah, I mean, I I'm biased, but I don't think I'm delusional. Yeah, at least not about that. <laughs> I think you're delusional, <laughs> just not like everyone else. <laughs> uh so yeah when i thought i was feeling it i was like sitting out on my back porch uh listening i was like trying to listen for like clear crisp sounds and like the winds were going okay and like i could just like hear a bunch of shit and i kind of felt like i was coming up on mushrooms and uh i think that might be kind of like what asmr is like kind of that giddy like kind of tingly feeling that you feel when you're coming up on mushrooms so that's like kind of my hypothesis. I used to always think it was like pea shivers. Oh yeah, I think the uh, the French call that frisson. Frisson. That like shivering feeling that goes up your spine. Yeah, I I very I definitely equate that feeling to ASMR in some ways. There's not that same weird like kind of pooling at the base of the spine feeling of like latent static kind of like energy. But it's the same, like tingling, like your nerves are firing. Yeah, I kind of thought, I kind of thought I definitely had felt ASMR because I've had the pea shivers. But pea shivers actually has a really cool name. Uh, when you look it up on Wikipedia, you get sent to micturition convulsion syndrome. Oh my good, that, or oh, oh my good, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard that before. Actually, the micturition, yeah. 
What is it? Micturation is a it's a reflex that controls a series of convulsions on the bladder for urination. Yeah, that's right. Don't they think it somehow might be related to the the neural pathways mm. used to yeah, like the same thing, um, like relax the bladder or constrict the bladder. Yeah, the, the exit to the bladder. That's right. Relax the exit. Yeah, and they think that it's like a confusion on the part of the autonomic nervous system, and the autonomic nervous system controls like fight or flight, heart rate digestion and right right the parts of your nervous system that you don't have conscious direct control over typically yeah um so but there's also not really much science on pea shivers anyway i mean either Hmm. yeah uh so that's pretty much all i have on asmr uh do you do you want to relate anything else Mm, nah not really it's not it's not sexual it does feel good um, I mean, obviously, I think it's real, but you would just have to take my word for it unless you have it and you think it's real too. Yeah, I um, I think it's real. I think it's real. Yeah. Um. Also, I want to tell you guys that you should check out uh Pez YouTube videos. He has he's the stop motion guy that did like the guac making guacamole video. Uh, he's got really uh good stuff, and uh, he like it's kind of the best stuff I found while watching videos trying to induce asmr wait i just he, liked he makes it asmr videos so yeah he's kind of one of the uh unintentional asmr videos oh like basically he's just making stop motion videos but he has all those clear crisp sounds okay that make you that, that, that trigger a lot trigger of people, a lot of people. Okay. yeah well you said his name is pez pez p-e-s p-e-s all right yep. i'll have to check that out so yeah uh that's it for this episode Wait, like, what are these stop motion videos about, though? Uh, basically, like him using stuff to make real, like, things that look like real things. Oh, like right. he like cut up dice and put them into guacamole, and like oh, for dicing, he was like dicing something. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. kind of hard to okay. describe, cool. but he's just like doing, doing things like cutting, and like making things out of different things that he just like stop motion pulls apart and changes. It's good shit. Uh, but yeah, that is it for this episode. I have an image in my head. I'm not uh, sure if what it's going to be what the show is, but you definitely painted a picture. Good. It's probably wrong. You'll have to check it out to find out. I have out. a pretty good imagination. I don't need, I don't need you to assume things like that. Well, I just said, I just did it. Well, all right. <laughs> That's the third end for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. Tanner Thompson, he's the newest beloved listener. Tanner and I, we go way back. We played baseball together in middle school, and we both killed it in student congress. Like, we were the best. Him, he was probably better than me. Seriously, Tanner, you're a fucking hilarious and awesome human. And thanks for your support for this show. Thanks, Tanner. We also just passed 500 plays altogether. Congratulate yourselves, because you're making this fucking show a thing. That's a pretty big number. It really is. I mean, we're two. I mean, mo- we're like about two months all in. All the numbers, it's a pretty small number, but like in the scale of like what I would have thought, yeah. how many people would have listened by now? Yeah. Like we're t- two months in. Like this will be like the cool. ninth episode. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to pay me a dollar, you can become a cherished listener and get a shout out and five bucks gets you all the notes I've made and even more of my undying love. If 
you don't want to do that, that's like really cool and understandable. But can tell, consider telling all your people about the show because I want it to get even bigger. And likely I got a bunch of things wrong, so email me about it at dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. If it's warranted and I have time, I'll bring it up in a later episode on this new segment called Actual Explanations, or I might even do a new episode about it. Oh, and as for you, you have a soothing voice. Bye now. Oh, but uh, here's the ASMR outro if you actually want it. If you don't, just it, this is the end. Of, it's episode's over. And that's it for this episode. The explanations is recorded at Rapid Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon, and is produced, edited, and provided sweet intro licks by Jonathan Cunningham, Danner Thompson. Show's newest beloved listener. Tanner and I go way back. We played baseball games together back in middle school and we fucking killed it in student congress. <laughs> Seriously, you're a fucking hilarious and awesome human. Thanks for your support of my show. We also just passed 500 plays altogether. Congratulate yourselves because you are making this show a thing. For a dollar, you can become one of my other most cherished listeners as well. Five bucks gets you access to all the notes I have made for all of the episodes and even more of my I am dying love. No worries if you don't want to, but consider telling all your people about this show. I really wanted to get big. Likely I got a bunch of things wrong. Email me about it at dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. If it's warranted and I have time, I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. Oh, and as for you, you have a soothing voice. Bye now. <laughs> mm-hmm.